Hey everyone, welcome back to Girl Meets Show, the relationships podcast for people who are in relationship with TV. How's it going? Great! Guys, Jordan had a birthday this weekend. I did. So, happy birthday, Jordan. Thank you. For like the 30th time. (laughs) But first time on air. Exactly. I was thinking about that and I was like, oh, we should have done something a little special in the last episode or something. Top three favorite things about me. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, I... Maybe I should have, like, surprised you with something, but you can't really do that on a podcast. I guess I could, like, randomly bring up something. Anyway. Bring in, like, a special <laughs> guest, and it's Taika. That would be the only way to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, you, Taylor did surprise me with chip cookies. That's true. We so do that have was cookies good. right now. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Yeah, they are. Okay. Well... We're going to be talking about succession, and to go along with that, our top three is going to be about jobs, because succession is all about the workplace. Mm-hmm. So I thought it would be fun if we did our top three favorite jobs that we would want to have that characters on TV shows have. Did that make sense? I think it made perfect sense. Okay, because I was kind of struggling <laughs> on how to describe it in the shortest way possible, but I think it made sense. You did a great job. And, yeah, it's hard to explain, but it makes perfect sense. Okay. Well, this was funner than I... More fun. I don't know. (laughs) More fun than I thought it was going to be as far as picking jobs. I know. um, I also realized a a lot of jobs that I don't want. Totally. The ones I really don't ever want are... There's a lot of shows about doctors, Mm -hmm. lawyers... Politicians. Politicians. Like like police Mm -hmm. officers. Stuff like that. Firemen. Very intimidating. Like, I, nothing but respect for people that have those kinds of jobs where you're under pressure that yeah. much, but no thanks. Not suited for me. They did not make my list. No. For me, this is more like dream job type list, not, eh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Should I start us off? Yeah. Okay. My number three, I chose Lorelai Gilmore because I think it would be so fun to own and like run a hotel, motel, whatever it's called. I think you would be really good at it, too. It would just be fun to, like, make it cute and whatnot. Yeah, like, you're designing a place you would want to stay. Yeah. And that you would love. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, and plus she's doing it with her best friend. Exactly. So that's really fun. It sounds stressful, but seems like it would be fun stress. Totally. And her stress is usually, like, um, a crazy guest, Mm -hmm. which is kind of, like, it's maybe annoying, but kind of interesting and funny. And, um... Like, her crazy staff, mm-hmm. like, Michelle and stuff. Like, that's all really just, like, fun. Yeah, it's fun. Life, like, spice of life yeah. kind of stuff. I feel like the job was usually, like, the least stressful part of her jo- of her life. Yeah, totally. So, that's my number three. I love it. Um, my number three is Shoshana on Girls. Mm, good choice. And it's, mo- I don't even really remember specifically her job. But in I know Japan. it is in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And I would kill to live in Tokyo. Same. Yeah. And also, I feel like her job was something that, like, I could conceivably get. Mm -hmm. It just happened to be transferring her to Tokyo. Totally. And then you could also date Jason Ritter. Exactly. And be friends with A.D. Bryant. I had this entire thought process. (laughs) That's her, my dream life is that plot line of hers. Exactly. Which is funny. I wouldn't have ever thought that Shoshana is my dream life, but it's kind of true. Yeah. Well, she's the one who ends up that show probably like the healthiest yeah totally which no one would have guessed from the beginning but i'm glad that it ended like that same um good answer thank you 
Okay, my number two is Peggy on Mad Men. Good choice. A, you get to work with Don Draper. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, is that <laughs> that <know>. good? No. <laughs> but, but they become... I do like their specific relationship. Yeah. And he really respects her professionally. Mm-hmm. Like, he really helps her. She doesn't have to deal with Don's dumb stuff. Well, a little bit, but not, like, the family side of him. That right. sucks the most. Mm-hmm. But it just sounds fun to be, like, the one girl on the team that, like, is good at her job mm-hmm. and knows it and is confident about it. But is it my dream life because I like Mad Men so much? Maybe. <laughs> I think it's also needs to be added that it's, like, a huge agency and, like, cool, like, huge brands. Well, especially back in the day when, like, the way, like, even if they don't have exact um, ads that actually ran in real life, like, in Mm -hmm. in the history of advertising, Mm -hmm. they're, like, it's set in the time when they were breaking ground on every new campaign. Exactly. Like, it hadn't been done before. Mm -hmm. So your total trailblazer, Mm -hmm. like, that would be really exciting. And it's all in New York, so that's another bonus. Yeah. Plus, like, her in that last season, you know, that that scene where she's walking through the hallway mm-hmm. to her own office, like, uh-huh. that is so good. It's iconic. Mm-hmm. She's an inspiration. Yeah, she is. Okay, that's a really good one. Thank you. My number two is Carrie Bradshaw on Sex and the City, mm. because... I don't know how realistic this is, but she's a columnist, which would be really fun to get paid to just, like, write whatever you're thinking. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a relationships columnist. And it seems like she's living the high life. That's kind of like that one girl I follow on Instagram from um, Teen Vogue. She's like, basically writes whatever she wants. I think she, her title is technically, like, health and beauty or, like, even just wellness. Mm-hmm. But, like, everything ties to wellness, so she can write about whatever she wants. She could write about her favorite shows. Yeah. And call it wellness. Exactly. Self-care. So, I mean, it is a job, so you could do it. I'm scared to ask how old that girl you follow on Instagram is. She's, like, uh... Like, has she kind of, like, paid her dues, or is she, like... Well, not that Tavi from Rookie is not a hard worker, mm-hmm. but she was kind of, like... She got started so young, mm-hmm. you know? And yeah. so she's, like... So I wonder how old some other people that are living that lifestyle, like yeah. how long have they been in the biz, you know? Well, there, I know there's another girl I follow that is kind of the same thing on Man Repeller. And I guess, I th- I would guess that they're both in between 26 and 31. So oh, okay. us. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. I was scared that it was like, and they're 22 and they're prodigies, no. you know? No, no, no. That's but that's a, a good answer. Thank you. I never, I haven't watched Sex in the City. That's one of my TV blind spots. I've only watched a couple. I do want to kind of like dive in and mm-hmm. watch it because I feel like, I don't know. It's, a, it's like, I'm, I can't remember how old the characters are, but it's like a dating show for our age. Yeah. Yeah. But so even though I haven't watched it of it, I do know that she's a relationships columnist. Yeah. Um, my number one is Reese Witherspoon's character on Big Little Lies. Okay. AKA, I want to just be a rich wife (laughs) that gets to just volunteer on the side and do things that I'm passionate about and not have to actually worry about making money. Sounds great. (laughs) Is that bad? No, I don't think so. Because she has her stay at home wife. I don't even want the kids necessarily. (laughs) You just want to stay at home. Uh huh. (laughs) But she has so many things that she's passionate about. Yeah. She does. Like, she's really active in the community and stuff. Yeah. Like, she keeps, like, she does a lot of stuff with her time that's, Mm -hmm. like, productive and useful. 
Yeah. And, like, benefits the community. Yeah. But she doesn't have to do it for a living. Whereas, like, I'm living a life of I have to do things if I want to (laughs) live. I have to go to work. That's my number one. I love it. (laughs) Really showing a bad side of me, I feel like, (laughs) but it's fine. I think that is perfectly valid because it's, like, her hobbies... Her passions are her livelihood. Yeah, exactly. And that's, and that's the, dream. the dream. Like, we started this podcast so we would have, like, a hobby project mm-hmm. to, like, kind of keep us busy and something that we love. Yeah, and give us an excuse to watch more TV. Exactly. <laughs> like, to be productive while we're watching TV. Exactly. <laughs> you could be Big Little Lies version where she's also a podcaster. <laughs> yes. I love that. My number one is um, Liz Lemon on 30 Rock. Mm. Even though her job is very stressful. Yes. But it's also like a stress doing something that she loves, Mm -hmm. even when she's frustrated, which is a TV writer. And like, I've always thought that screenwriting would be amazing. Mm -hmm. And even though she gets frustrated because she's writing sketches like Fart Doctor and stuff. (laughs) But it's just... And she... Just sounds like a perfect sketch for you. I mean, I probably would end up writing that <laughs> as I'm wearing poop emoji slippers <laughs> that I was gifted this weekend. <laughs> yeah, I love it. And I love kind of the crazy because you know that even in real life, you'd work with like such weird creative people. Yeah. And I would get to meet a lot of celebrities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's my number one. I love that. I hadn't even thought about that. And it's perfect for you. Thank you. You're welcome. So you work on getting a screenwriting job, and I'm going to work on marrying Rich. (laughs) I don't know which is harder or easier. (laughs) Honestly, I don't know either. Um, TV news. Don't know why I did that. It's a new jingle. (laughs) I can start. Or do you want to start? No, you go ahead. Okay. I'm going to start with today's, which is there was some drama because Netflix announced that they were getting rid of Friends. I saw that, and I was pretty shocked. But now they've already announced that they're not. So it's like people freaked out? I think so, but does Netflix just do that to, like, get publicity? Because that is dumb. That would be ridiculous, especially because I would think that they would be trying harder to get their publicity over their originals. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is actually funny, because I know they just canceled Daredevil, Mm -hmm. which is an original. Mm Mm-hmm. That is weird. Also, I was very vocal about Bob's Burgers. <laughs> Why didn't I get that saved? And Freaks and Geeks. I don't know. Hmm. We don't have Netflix listening to our podcast yet. 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 Anyway. Well, so, false alarm, everybody. That's such an immediate turnaround, too. I know. It was literally within hours. Damage control. I went to work with net- with it being taken off Netflix, and I came home with it being on. What a world. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I saw, all I saw were the headlines saying that it was being taken off, mm-hmm. and I was kind of sad, even though I don't watch it that often, but, like, I need it every Thanksgiving. Exactly. So, and so we still have it next Thanksgiving, unless goodness. anything changes. Which, apparently, it might. Yeah. Tomorrow. One piece of news that... I saw was that they officially announced that To All the Boys I've Loved Before is getting a sequel on Netflix. Yeah, I was confused about that news because I swear they already announced that. 
Yeah, apparently it's just that it's like official, more official. official and they maybe they like got all the people signed on that they need to. I don't even think that they got that because I was like looking at why this news was different than any other news and I couldn't find anything other than like I think a paper was signed maybe. <laughs> Who even knows? I don't know, but I am still excited. I am too. And I'm also um, excited because I read this article. Uh, this There's this website that I follow that um, it's called Forever Young Adult. And their tagline is for people that are a little less Y and a little more A. <laughs> so it's really funny. I love that. And um, they've already, they will like kind of do reviews of different YA books as they come out. And so mm-hmm. they've already done a lot and we're big fans of to all the boys i've loved before the book Mm -hmm. and it's a trilogy and so they were talking about how i'm just basically i'm just glad that there is an existing sequel that they're adapting and that they're not just like making up some story yeah like just to capitalize on how popular the first one was yes so i'm excited because i really loved the first one yeah that is good to know i like that yeah and noah will probably just keep getting hotter he probably will yeah he's like too old to have that thing where he's a cute kid and then he gets really weird. <laughs> he's already, like, old enough yeah. that he's just going to yeah. get better and better with age. Exactly. Netflix is bringing the Raw Doll story, like, making a bunch of different... Well, and they're, like, animated, I think. Mm-hmm. So, like, they are doing the BFG, Matilda, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory... And yeah, just a bunch of animated event series is what it is said. So I think that'll be interesting because I mm-hmm. love Ralt Dahl, but also like, is it overdone now? I know. I was thinking that too. I loved reading Ralt Dahl when I was a kid mm-hmm. and I did love Matilda, but I never saw the BFG. I never saw that either, but I love that book. Yeah, I did too. I didn't hear that good of reviews about it. Yeah. Though. So I don't know. I don't know either. So we'll see. And I'm really curious to see what the style of the animation, animation. will look like. Yeah. Because if it looks crappy, then no thanks. Thank you, next. <laughs> so Jane the Virgin is apparently getting a spinoff. Hmm. Which I feel weird about spinoffs. Because Jane the Virgin is ending is with their fifth season. When, uh, when is that don't one Don't ask airing? me because I don't okay. know. <laughs> well, I, don't, I haven't watched Jane the Virgin yet. I That's haven't. one that I kind of missed the boat on. That I'm going to go back and watch yeah. eventually. And I haven't watched, like, think the last season. Oh, okay. I think they still have one season to air. I just don't know when it airs. I feel like we would know if it was officially yeah. done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But apparently Gina Rod- Rodriguez is still going to be on it as an executive producer. Produce- <laughs> producer. <laughs> and it's basically, oh, According to sources, it's going to be an anthology with each season based on a fictional novel written by Jane. That, yeah. That is really confusing description <laughs> to me. Because she's a writer in Jane the Virgin. Okay. So it's saying that each season is going to be a different book that she has written. Hmm. That's a very high concept. Yeah. I don't know. Confusing. So anyway... Do they talk a lot about her writing, like this, um, like her books or stories on the show? Yeah, they do. Okay, it's like a plot, a very serious, very serious. <laughs> it's a big part of the Don't plot. Take this lightly. <laughs> well, and I mean, I feel like of all the networks out there, CW probably has the most uh, spinoffs. 
Yeah, probably. Because they, they spun off, like, every show, yeah. you know? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense, kind of, that they would do that, too, but... Yeah. We'll just be, like, a different cast of characters each season, mm-hmm. it sounds like. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Very interesting. I agree. It's very... That's not at all what I would have guessed as no. a spinoff. I saw the news today that um, HBO announced a limited series starring Issa Rae and Laura Dern, who... Both of whom we love. Both are perfect. So already my ears perked up. And apparently... This what is, it's going to be about is amazing. Yeah. And it's something I've never heard of. No, I Until I'm reading either. this article. So it's about... It's in the 80s in 1983. It's going to recount the aftermath of the Christmas Eve riots within two small Arkansas towns in 1983 in which violent customer outbursts erupted over Cabbage Patch dolls. So I'm on board. Yeah, I mean, you had me at Issa and Laura. Yeah, but even you, with just one of them, I'm yeah, on board. Oh, 100%. And then you also bring in the 80s. Mm-hmm. It's going to be amazing. HBO. HBO. And then Cabbage Patch doll riots. Mm-hmm. Which I literally have never heard of this. No. I saw something about how it has a lot to do with like race and... Class. Yeah. And privilege. Yes. Exactly. That's what my headline says. <laughs> so I'm excited. And apparently it'll be called The Dolls. It's in development right now. So it's very early on. But I'm very excited. Well, another HBO show that's in development right now has its new star. And it's our very own Taylor Kitsch. Yes. And I'm pretty excited about this because I'm hoping that this HBO... Because it's HBO... And I'm hoping that, I guess he was on True Detective. And he was in The Normal Heart. Yeah, that's true. both HBO. Yeah. And I watched neither of them. I watched The Normal Heart. Was he, was was it good overall? Yeah. And was he good in it? No, it was good and he was good. It's weird that I didn't really hear more about it. It was nominated for a bunch of stuff. I feel like, but it's not something people ever bring up now. Well, because I think it's, I think that TV movies don't get brought up a lot because- yeah. It's not a TV show that you're binging and you don't go to the theater to pay for it and watch it. That's true. I feel like a lot of TV movies don't get a ton of publicity unless they're, like, huge and, like, the general public would watch. Totally. Well, and I wonder if, too, this was, like, just – it came out just before kind of the huge surge of streaming originals. Mm -hmm. Because now, like, look at the phenomenon of the Netflix original movies, like – to All the Boys of Love before. Exactly. Everyone watched that. Exactly. But Netflix is also kind of more accessible than HBO. Mm-hmm. It's like, Cause if you call like, it a limited series, then people, for some reason, are more prone to watch it. Yeah. Well, and it's interesting because, the do they have their own Emmys category of, like, TV movie? I think so, but I honestly don't know. Because that award itself is not near, publicized nearly as much as no. the series ones. Yeah. Hmm. Well, he's going to be playing a young, family-oriented drug dealer who catches the wrong end of a bad batch of dope that leaves him in a temporary vegetative state. Oh, what? So is he even going to be, like, talking? (laughs) He discovers that it was... Oh, no, it's like flashbacks. Oh, okay, good. This honestly sounds like something that could happen in Tim Riggins' darkest timeline, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Sad. Well, I can't wait. I want him to work so much more often. Me too. I just started following him on Instagram, mm-hmm. and it's kind of weird. It's just like kind of it's something that like any random person. <laughs> well, and it's like he posts just like random stuff. Mm-hmm. 
like a video of you took of like a someone playing an instrument at a park, <laughs> like a someone like a like a street I'll just busker. Stalk him. It's weird. <laughs> this is a piece of very sad news. Um, Steven Hillenberg, the creator of SpongeBob, died last week, and it was really really sad. He was only yeah. fifty seven, I think, but he had um, ALS. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know this until people were publishing different stuff about him, but he was a high school marine biology teacher. Aww. Isn't that so precious? I love that so much. We're really big SpongeBob fans. Yeah, we are. R.I.P. R.I.P. Aquafina is getting her own show on Comedy Central. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Plus, it's with that guy from I Feel Pretty. Mm-hmm. And I really liked him. So did I. I'd never seen any of his stuff before that show. And I thought he was... Or that movie, I mean. I thought he was really, really funny and, and like, charming in that. I did, too. I really liked him. Yeah. So that'll be cool. Plus, yeah. Aquafina's hilarious. Exactly. The last thing I had was... Okay, I'm pretty sure that we talked about this show. I'm pretty sure that you brought it up. That show called You... Mm, yeah, I did. The one with um, Shay Mitchell and Penn Badgley and Lonely Boy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, it was on Lifetime and I never watched it, but I've actually never seen watched it either. quite a few roundups of like the best shows of 2018 and it was on that. Really? So, Good for them. Lifetime had already renewed it for a second season, but now Netflix is going to do it. So I think we should watch it. I think we should too. Especially even just, like, I'm dying of curiosity now to see if they're, like, how different will a Netflix season be of a mm-hmm. show that was on Lifetime? Mm-hmm. Well, That's and Netflix crazy. has done that a couple of times. Like, Black Mirror. Yeah. Also, they're doing another season of Designated Survivor, even though that was in a, originally on ABC. Netflix is doing that mm-hmm. one? Oh, that's interesting. Um... Lucifer, apparently, they did that with it, with, or they are doing it with that. Dang. Um, Arrested Development, Gilmore Girls. Yeah, it's so true. So we'll have to watch it. Yeah, I think we should. Yeah. All right, that's it. That was a lot, but I think it was all good. Yeah, that was. So I, I'm surprised, but I got you to watch Succession, and I'm very curious to see how you like it or didn't like it. I do really like it so far. Okay. Um, I'm not very far in. I'm like four episodes in. Okay. So almost halfway. Yeah. But I really like it. I had no idea that it was Adam McKay doing it, who is like Will Ferrell's like TV, movie writing like partner. partner and stuff. Yeah. And so it's just really funny seeing that. Um, that makes more sense because it is funny. Yeah. It's it's really funny seeing how his Adam McKay's car- uh, career has moved along mm-hmm. because but isn't he the one who started Funny or Die with Will Ferrell? Like remember that sketch of the landlord where Will Ferrell like the little baby girl is yelling at Will Ferrell? I don't think I ever saw that. Okay, well we'll watch it after this <laughs> because okay. it is funny. It's like one of the first um, like internet videos I saw. Okay, it's so funny. Like they work together on like. Um, Talladega Nights and mm, like classic like comedies like that and then he did the big short which is very succession-esque yes yes um and it's funny because when people when I would see people talking about succession I it didn't sound like a comedy at all no and even though I like um really liked a lot of the cast mm-hmm. I just kind of assumed it was like very serious very um just more like 
only a drama. Mm-hmm. But it's actually very funny. Yeah, it's very funny. Very dry humor. The way that I kind of think of it is that it's kind of like Veep, but in the in the um, business world. It reminds me, like, I didn't, I didn't think about Veep, but you're totally right. Because I was thinking, like, the Bluths. But, like, they're oh. slightly small, uh, smarter. So it's like Veep yeah. Bluths. Yeah, kind and of. And more rich. Yeah, and, well, <laughs> yeah, they haven't gone bankrupt yet. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I know we talked about this last week, but... So were you surprised by Mr. Darcy? Yeah, I really was. I almost wish I hadn't even known because I, I want to know I'm if sorry. I would have placed him. But oh my gosh, it's so, he's doing a really good job being my least favorite type of person. Exactly. The ones who just say something so crazy and then they're like, oh, haha, I'm kidding. Mm-hmm. And like laugh so like they think they're so funny. But I'm like, actually, you're just deranged. And they get so much off of power and then just treat everyone around them like little idiots, even though he's more stupid than all the people he is managing. Totally. Well, and I, it's like he's so powerless in his life because he, he's married to the, the daughter in this, like, family of, like, this big-time CEO. Yeah, well, the they're dad. not married yeah. Oh, right. Well, the, he's so he's like kind of riding her coattails. Yes. And so he's powerless in the family of like this dynasty mm-hmm. of this like business family. Mm-hmm. And so he takes it out on anyone he can who he has any like anyone he outranks. Exactly. And it's so obnoxious. Mm-hmm. But he is doing a really good job because I hate him. Yeah. He's my least favorite character. Is he yours? Um, yeah, I think he is. You know, in, like, a good way, like... You love to hate him. Yeah. But I don't... It's, like, maybe I compare him to Jonah on Veep. Yes. Actually. And... But Jonah, I love when he's in the scene, because I love that even though he thinks he has... If he thinks he has any power at all, like, literally, he can't control anybody. He gets immediately shut down. Exactly. And so this guy, you know that people still have to kiss his butt a little bit because of how he is connected to the family. Mm -hmm. But... Even if they just totally hate him and know he's an idiot, they can't do anything about it. Whereas Jonah, they can do whatever, do and say whatever they want. Yeah. And totally. he's just like more delusional. Mm-hmm. I'm curious, who would you say is your favorite character so far? Um, I do really love, I really like Shiv. Yeah, she's mine. And I, and I also really like, um, is Kieran Culkin's character named Roman? Yes. So I like those two the best. Yeah. Um, cause I actually, Maybe maybe it'll come later in the season, but I don't really like the, um, not the oldest brother, but kind of like the main brother. Yeah. But it's also, it's like tragically funny how he like is so eager to like prove himself to the dad and like be the successor basically, mm-hmm. not to like repeat the name of the show, <laughs> but he's just awful at it, mm-hmm. but I'm just like annoyed by him. Yeah. But not nearly as much as I am by Tom. No. Mr. Darcy. Well, I had a moment of like, oh, wait, do I feel for and like, do I do I like Kendall? And then I was like, oh, wait, never mind. That was really short lived. But it says a lot to his acting and the writing that you even felt sympathetic. Totally. Totally. Um, Some notes I took 
because I could not stop thinking about who everyone would be in Arrested Development. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I mean... That's funny because I couldn't stop thinking of who everyone would be in Veep. Oh my gosh, I want to hear yours. (laughs) I didn't come up with an exact parallel for every character. Yeah. But obviously, Shiv, the sister, is Lindsay. Yeah. And not just because she's the only sister, but just because she actually is pretty similar to her. Mm -hmm. And Tom is totally Tobias... If Tobias were, like, overly confident yes. and more douchey. Yep. But, like, how he's just this outsider <laughs> because he is romantically with the sister. Exactly. And, like, no one likes him, but mm-hmm. he, they have to be kind of nice to him. Mm-hmm. But they just ignore him. And then um, Greg, the cousin, is mm-hmm. George Michael. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's perfect. <gasps> Maybe a little bit of Buster, but mostly George Michael. Yeah. yeah. He is also really funny. He's He's a great addition. He's kind of, like, what makes it more of, like, a funny thing than, like, he adds comedy. Totally. And, like, a lightness to the show. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, so who who was everyone from Veep on this, too? I mean, we kind of already said Jonah as Mm -hmm. Tom. I mean, Logan is Selena. 100%. And... Except the episodes I'm in, we haven't seen a ton of Logan yet. Yeah, that's true. Because he's, like, just getting better. Yeah. I'm trying to think of who Kendall would be. I can't decide if he would be a Gary or... No. Probably can, not. Gary is probably uh, Logan's wife. Oh, yeah. Like, and overly then, protective. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's also... I just... Brief tangent. It's funny that both of these shows have Tony Hale. Yeah, that is funny. That's hilarious. I want Tony to be in, uh, like... A guest on Succession now. Me too. Roman, so Kiernan Culkin, I feel like he would be, I don't know, who do you think? My, would he be uh, Dan? The first person I'm thinking of is a little bit of Catherine. Because mm. she she is reluctant to be there and like kind of angry about it. And he like kind of has more rage. Like he's more frustrated than some of the other ones. Mm -hmm. But there is Dan in there, too, because he's actually involved. And he does do a lot. And he's, like, the quote-unquote role later on. Yeah. Than, like, Catherine has on Veep. Yeah, she's just kind of accidentally there. I just can't decide between him and... um, So between Roman and Kendall, who's Dan and who's Amy? Because they're both power grabbers. Mm Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. Roman has the mouth of Amy, I feel like. Yeah. I also feel like, well, it's hard to say early on because I feel like Amy's just so much better at her job than Dan. Yeah. So that makes me think that maybe Dan Kendall is more like Amy. Wait. Wait. (laughs) I guess I don't know which one's the good one. Well, you know what I actually realized is we didn't do a overview. (laughs) (laughs) We kind we talked about how it's like a dynasty. It's like business. Yeah. But... Basically, you should give it because you're better at it. You Hopefully, you <laughs> piece together that this show is basically about this super wealthy, successful family. And the father, the patriarch of the family, runs this huge company. And his kids are in line to take it over. Yeah. Basically. Perfect. I even just saw that IMDb actually has Succession follows the dysfunctional American global media family. There There it goes. goes. One thing, I don't know if this was just because I was zoning out, but I didn't really get a feel for what their company even did for a while. Like into 
like the third episode mm-hmm. when they actually show meetings at the company. Yeah. Because they're, it's mostly from like if someone's watching the news or there's headlines and stuff, but the family's not ever talking about what their company did. Because if this were really happening, like all the stuff that goes on like in the first episode, they wouldn't be discussing that together. No. Like that would be really unnatural. Yeah. And all the interactions are pretty natural of what mm-hmm. you would expect. From yeah, a real kind of takes you a, a little while to figure it out. Um, the way that, when I was explaining the show to my dad, he was like, "Oh, it sounds kind of like Disney." Yeah, I can see that because they have theme parks and media. Because mm-hmm. there's there's so many content discussions. Mm-hmm. So basically, if Disney was run by a super wealthy family, yeah, which for a while it was, yeah. So that's the way I was thinking of it once my dad mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it'll be interesting because I also can't help but think about like Amazon, how it's just like multifaceted. Yeah. And they also are in the media yeah. side of things too and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But it's like that level. So that's why they're a very famous family too. Yeah. So it's fun watching it because they're doing stuff that I would never ever get to do or even think of doing like they just take a helicopter when there's traffic or like to a park to play a game (laughs) or someone i won't give it away but someone gets married in like a literally a castle so it's just crazy well and i love seeing that compared with their cousin greg Mm -hmm. who is just like kind of shows up and he like He's trying to get the doorman to pay for his taxi mm-hmm. and like, and they'll, they'll ask, he's calling his mom and he's like, I'm down to my last 20. Mm-hmm. And then, um, the sister walks by and she's like, Hey, do you have any cash? I need some food. And she just like grabs his 20 and he's like, uh, do you have the change? <laughs> and then he's talking to his mom and he's like, well, I just got robbed by my cousin. Yeah. <laughs> it's a really interesting, funny show. Yeah. And I feel like it's a, it's a premise that it's not it's been done before but yeah. i feel like in this i it's a fresh um take and style yeah i agree i like how often all the characters are together same in scenes i think that that's really cool and really adds to it mhm cuz it really is about the family not necessarily their individual stories totally well and that is another veep and arrested development characteristic too mm-hmm. two shows that are Far and away, they're strongest when the ensemble gets to work together exactly. and bounce off of each other. Because this is another show that clearly they have a lot of chemistry with each mm-hmm. other. The last note that I had was that Kendall looks like a member of the Valkyrie from Twilight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> I haven't seen as much Twilight as you have, but even as I much, know that have you that not is... seen all of the movies? I've only seen two. I didn't know that. Yeah. Weird. I don't love Twilight, although I do love the first movie because it is hilarious. It is a fun time to watch that movie, but I thought the second one was too long. Mm. Well, so, but I do know who you're talking about. Okay, that's all. Volturi? Is that what it is? I put Valkyrie, and I was like, I need to look that up, and then I didn't, and then I just said it on the podcast as if I know what I'm talking about, and I don't. And you do, and you've only seen two movies, (laughs) and I went to the midnight premieres of all of them. (laughs) Yes, the Volturi. Well, it sounds like Stephanie Meyer was wanting to call them the Valkyrie, and then she's like, how am I going to change this ever so slightly? (laughs) She tricked me. 
Guess so. <laughs> Did you have any other notes? Um, one thing, I'm just so fascinated by Kieran Culkin in this show. Mm-hmm. Um, and at least leading up to the episodes that I've seen, I couldn't stop thinking about how um, he reminded me, his acting reminded me of Robert Downey Jr.'s acting because he's very, like, um, neurotic mm-hmm. and kind of fidgety, but he's, like, also very cocky, but he also is, like, kind of, like, self-hating, but he's, like, the kind of wisecracking, mm-hmm. like, commentary person. Mm-hmm. And that, it reminded me of um, just a lot of, pre-Iron Man Robert Downey Jr. performances. Interesting. Because he's he's totally, like, usually kind of... And I don't know if Kieran stays this way, but RDJ will be, like, kind of... Kind of like a loser underdog, but, like, with the, like... But, like, attitude. Mm Mm-hmm. And so I was really drawn to that. Well, his character is the big mystery because... You think that you know who he is, and then it's like, like you think you're gonna, he's gonna be like a drug user and like loves to party and loves to hook up with girls, mm-hmm. like doesn't take the job seriously, yeah. like Kendall does exactly. And he really doesn't really he, but he really 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 zigzag <laughs> ah, <laughs> um, he really doesn't do any of those things. He's mostly just lazy, and it's really interesting. <laughs> So, like, yeah, because I guess if you think of, like, a rich slacker son uh-huh. in this family, you would think he would spend all his money on drugs. Yeah. That's really... But that is interesting. He's not the drug user of the, the family. Twist. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah, I would recommend it. I hope that you finish it. Yeah, I will. I for sure will. Okay. I was stalking some of the actors on Instagram because I like to see what celebrities follow them as and, like, see who has watched it. And really, the only one is Rachel Antonoff. We have the same TV which, taste as her. Yeah, that's what I've learned. One more reason why we would be best friends with her mm-hmm. and Jack exactly. and the entire the whole crew. Antonoff oh, family. and May. I think May. May. Well, okay. So Greg, the cousin, I think he's friends with all of them. Oh, because the our our crew of May Whitman and Rachel Antonoff all follow him and on. Instagram. Okay. And Young Goth, a.k.a. What's his name? <laughs> Miles Heisner. Heisner from Parenthood. Who I think is one of my... I'm like he. I'm so intrigued by him. He is an actual human mystery. Yes. I don't understand him. Me neither. But I love him. Yeah. So anyway. Wow, that's so funny. We always find our those people without even trying. They we literally, come to us. We almost try not to. Yeah. It hurts too much to keep finding out that we all love the same exact things. And not be actual friends in real life. It's awful. So, yet again. Our cross to bear, you know? Yeah. Um. Did you? I was looking at Greg's IMDb. Mm-hmm. And I was like, it's crazy that this is the same person. Because he's, like, cool yeah. and hot mm-hmm. in those pictures I saw on IMDb. And he looks like a little baby in this. Mm-hmm. And he's, like, 30. Yep. So I th- I'm i going to say he's a really good actor. Because <laughs> he looks like he's, like, like a 20-year-old little baby. Totally. I'm curious who your TV boyfriend will be. If it's from Succession or not. Um, It, it is. <laughs> but it's weird. I feel weird about it. But I was... I, so do you want me to go? Yeah. Okay. I was I was oddly attracted to Kieran Culkin. Okay. 
I don't know. I think a lot of it was the Robert Downey Jr. vibes I was getting. Mm-hmm. And I, he was so, like, I love him in Scott Pilgrim. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I don't know. He was being so different, and I was just, like, very um, intrigued and drawn to him. Weird. Yeah, I don't know. I just was. I can't <laughs> explain it all. You don't have to explain all. it. You don't have to defend yourself. It is what it is. It's just, that's just, I can't deny it. <laughs> Who's yours? There was a really big This Is Us episode this week. So I'm choosing Randall Pearson, a.k.a. Sterling K. Brown. I won't give anything away, but I'm just saying it for the record that I'm actually Team Sterling on this one. If, or team randall if you will Mm -hmm. um because everyone on earth is team sterling yeah exactly exactly but on the show i'm team randall for this last episode so just letting it be known you can fight me if you want um i'd love to discuss your people's thoughts on this show jordan doesn't watch it so i can't discuss anything with her and i don't want to give anything away but if you don't feel differently let me know That's it. Send us a DM. Yeah. And I haven't chosen Sterling K. Brown yet. You have, but I haven't. Oh, yeah. I chose him with the uh, the Emmys, Emmys. right? Yep. Mm, That was a good choice. It was. And it's another good choice today. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I guess this is goodbye. Yeah. Have a great week. It kind of feels sad that we'll never be as rich as the family on Succession. Yeah, but But they're also unhappy. That's true. I'm much happier as a poor person. Me too. I guess. <laughs> I hope you feel happy even though you're poor this week. That's my <laughs> wish to all of you. If there's any rich people that listen to this, we need sponsors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we're going to top that, so <laughs> goodbye. <laughs>